For a long time, really? yeah. Better than those monster things. Better than the monsters, yeah. era, or the rock stars is what I drink. Yeah, I haven't had an energy stars. drink in months. Yay! That definitely helps. Do you know whenever I go to Chipotle, I have to have a diet coke with the Chipotle, or the Chipotle mm. doesn't taste nearly it's as good to me. It's not complete. I used to do that with um, diet coke and lemons, and then they don't have lemons anymore. I know. Wasn't that upsetting after yeah. that whole E. coli outbreak? Yeah. I was like, who, I would rather be coli and bring back the lemon. <laughs> the risks we take for some citrus. <laughs> um, how are you doing, Jill? Good. I have all three kids in school starting today, officially. Mm. I know. It's been a decade of having at least one kid home with me, and now I don't have any at home with me. Yeah, and we've been busy, which is why we haven't been having yeah. podcasts. Summertime. And we're going to actually, this will be our last kind of typical podcast, yeah. and we're going to start doing them every month now. Yeah. So we promise you listeners, Jill, <laughs> do you promise the listeners? Hardcore. That we are going to produce, we're going to do longer episode, yeah. maybe 40 minutes to an hour, and we're going to do it once a month. And we're yeah. going to, just for the sake of both of our schedules, because we're both really busy. Totally. So. Yeah. And people always, I mean, people ask me about the podcast, so. Well, we still don't really have a way of knowing how many people listen, but then I think I people... I wish we knew. People do, yeah. Because I always want to be really excited about it, even if we had like seven people. Yeah. Like, hey. I'm sure it's well over seven people, yeah. but maybe at let's, some point we'll set up Let's not be arrogant, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's been going on with you? Well, we have news in our little family. I am with child. We're expecting our fourth kiddo. Wow. I know. I'll, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. She's, she said enthusiastically. I know. <laughs> you practice that. <laughs> the exciting, when I texted Nate that I was pregnant, he was like, K. And I was like, what That's the not hell? what I said. <laughs> I know. I think it just felt like that. And I wanted you to like send me emojis of like a yeah. crying face or something with... I get oppositional when I know people want a certain, ex, you know, when you're know, supposed right? to do something and I just don't want to do it. I know. You then you just look like out. a jerk. Like, oh. <laughs> but are you excited? Are you happy? Yeah, How? we're we're thrilled. Cool. We're thrilled, and the kids are just beyond. I told my husband Jake that I don't think we will hold this baby unless I'm nursing it because our three kiddos are mm. obsessed obsessed with the idea of having a little baby. Cool. So, yeah. 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 So that will be something interesting to navigate. You know, because yeah. one of your kids has an FASD. So yes. we, I'm sure there will be things for us to explore that other people Definitely. have been through. You know, the coolest part so far is that she feels like this is her sibling. Like mm-hmm. our younger two are, are really close in age, but they're also really similar in personalities and interests and abilities and how they communicate is really similar. So they, we always have called them the twins just because mm-hmm. they are just there. And so our oldest with FASD, she really has clung to this idea that this baby sibling is like hers and that they can share room together and they can be twins. And yeah. And so we've just all, so yeah, so we're all really excited. Cool. Yeah. Um, so if any of our listeners have any advice for Jill, as far as, you know, helping another child with FASD, what can she maybe expect? What, and of course the question we want to ask is what should Jill plan for now? Right. Yes. 
and I don't even I haven't necessarily been in this position at least recently. So I don't have I mean just some general things, but specifics from our audience would be great, and maybe we'll awesome. share them next time. I know because when we had the other two after we adopted our first one, it happened so quickly that we didn't have a lot of time to plan. So this would be really nice, listeners. Yeah, Nate. Yeah, what's on with you, yes. yo? Um, I have been busy. Lots of things going on in my life. Um, we have been working on the building up workshop. Yeah, how's it going? It's going good. Yeah, we've we've had some smaller groups. We are setting it up in different places around the country now, so our listeners should continue to keep an eye on that. Also, if anybody's interested in helping us get the workshop to your area, yeah, um, we're offering um, people a free admission to the workshop if they That's help awesome. us kind of coordinate that with an organization there. So That's you awesome. can find out more information about that at www.organbehavior.com slash building up. I love that. Who named that? Me. That's a really yeah. positive, yeah, catchy, brandy name. Oh, well, good. You. Hopefully we'll catch on. Hopefully, Doing things. Hopefully people will sign up. Yeah. And, the, and the thing about the workshop is it really isn't just the workshop. You're also getting a 20-something page individualized plan based on your kids' specific needs. And so it will be me giving you suggestions. And then we spend the two days going over those strategies. So I'm teaching you exactly what this plan is and then you take the plan home you'll always have the plan it's individualized you can give it to other professionals or other people working with your kid hmm. um what so. you do that for every person that signs up for yeah for everybody who signs up for the parent how much is a training well there are there are different deals right now so you'll have to oh. look but right now we have really good deals so it's a two-day workshop plus the plan mm-hmm. and then also access to our facebook support group oh. so we're going to hopefully continue to build that community as well that'd be awesome i'm really glad you didn't get discouraged after the summer thing because yeah. parents just can't do anything but survive in the summer yeah yeah definitely it's hard yeah. well, this is really cool yeah and then um we are. We have a few video projects that we're still working on, um, but we are moving forward with our FASD "What You Need to Know" series, mm-hmm. which is for various professionals like police officers, attorneys, special education teachers, school administrators. Love it. So that will be hopefully released by the end of the year. Awesome. And yeah, my mental health has been going up and down lately. Oh, so, like in what way? Well, just really intense, like anxiety, um, and trying to keep you know my business going trying to support families and then just all the things that come with anxiety and and feeling overwhelmed essentially but i'm in a good place now and uh hopefully we'll keep moving forward i'm busy the rest of the year which is good yeah which is really really positive big projects you've got Mm -hmm. going on Mm -hmm. where are you headed this this fall um I just talked about this morning, and I think it's pretty much solid. But we're going to Canada and uh, Ontario in November, uh-huh. also Australia. Oh, I'm going to Arkansas next week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but this will be released. I don't know when this will be released, but I'll yeah. be in Arkansas. So if you're in Arkansas, hopefully you'll you'll be there. Heyo, uh, we'll see Nate. Yeah, well, that's exciting. Ontario is that is that by Yukon, Canada? Okay, you're gonna make us sound like dumb Americans, Jill. I have no, I know where it's at. No, I don't think so. I just don't know where the Yukon's at. Yukon's like almost. It's like almost. It's by. It's like kind of by uh, Alaska, Southeast oh, Alaska. Then no, it's not near there. Ontario. Oh, Ontario. The East Coast. That's Toronto. 
Yeah. Duh. It's more for the East Coast. College yeah. in Buffalo. I should know this. Yeah. I just forgot oh. for a second. I hope Kat cuts this out of the podcast. The, I Actually, have an I, was in, I was in Vancouver and I was thinking like, how am I going to memorize all of these provinces? But yeah. they only have like 13 yeah. or 12. Great. See, now I've... Oh. Do not include Next time we'll know more about Canada because I'm <laughs> obsessed with Canadians and with their cultures and with their wildlife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. We have a lot of Canadian listeners. I know that for sure. Oh, we do? Yeah. Probably half of my people on Facebook are Canadians. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Then if anyone Hello, wants Canadians. to sponsor my family to, to <laughs> go up there. Have you guys seen uh, Michelle Oakley, the, the the vet, the Yukon vet? I don't, I don't know if they have seen him. <laughs> my family is obsessed <laughs> with this vet. She's rad. She's like smart and knowledgeable and fierce and then she also has a potty mouth like mine and she's just so cool and my kids are just obsessed with her and she's she's in the yukon okay cool i know so we keep having these fantasies of going up there but just feels really big i was in vancouver recently and How it was a beautiful that? it was last april-ish for the fasd conference oh. it was beautiful see yeah. and just the idea of like moving up there but she, that's where my brain goes and my husband jake's always like jill Let's go visit places before we <laughs> fantasize yeah, moving there. That's a good idea. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. So how was your summer, Joe? Let's talk about the summer a little bit. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have had mixtures of good and bad. Yeah. How What was, what was yours like? Well, I'm, I'm processing as you asked me that because I want to give like a really thoughtful answer. Um, It was good and bad. It, mm-hmm. was, it was hard and it was magical. It just, it's really... August. August is the month I would love to take away <laughs> from mm-hmm. our universe. I think by, you know, June and July, we have activities and um, I'm pretty scheduled and um, we have a lot of brain energy to get us through. And then by mm-hmm. August, the heat and the lack of total structure and just kind of sneaking in those fun summertime snacks start to just add up and we're all tired, especially our oldest. Yeah. And so it's just hard, mm-hmm. but, um, but we got through it just with a lot of snuggles and reconnection and silliness is how I just, yeah. and especially with this year with being pregnant. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dreadful. Additional complexity. Oh boy. Yeah. So what did you do to prepare for the summer? Um, I think I was really mindful about, um, what activities we did when, so like, um, during lulls so I try I would try to not have more than a week where we would just be home being flippity gibbets I would always try to have if there was a week that we were home just doing random stuff then the next week or two we would have structured like she would have a summer camp planned or she'd have swim lessons planned and that helps not just her but it helps me stay in a groove of a routine and structure um so I, I was really thoughtful about that the vacation that we took we went back to the same house at the same resort that we went to for spring break. So everything was the same um, and expected. And that helped a lot with. So the summer Mm -hmm. was, I'm just really excited that the school year has started. And she has a wonderful teacher this year that's really gentle and really organized, which is the perfect combination for her. So things were a little bit more structured toward the beginning. Oh, yeah. And then in August, what what were the signs that you saw? Not just in in any of your kids or in yourself. How did you know you were struggling? The fatigue. I think we all were just kind of cabin fever. Um, even when we wa- would want to go out and do something, we all just were kind of 
Oh, the other part too was just the fact that they were kind of sick of each other. You mm-hmm. know, no no human is meant to spend that much time with each other. And well, yeah, and you're saying, oh, we might have gone a week at home, and it's like yeah. I know families who they have to go out every day. Yeah. like staying at home isn't even an option for a multitude of hours, yeah. much less days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if I wasn't so sick, we would have done that a lot more. That's normally how mm. our summers are. We're a lot more adventurous. But I was so like puking every day and just yeah. feeling so crummy that. Um, sometimes I just couldn't. Yeah. So it was, um, yeah, it was just fatigue. We were all just kind of like, we're normally the best of buddies and we work through stuff. But, um, by August we were like, go find a new home. (laughs) (laughs) That's at least what they're saying to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then as far as transitioning into the school year, did you notice anything? Was there excitement? Was there apprehension? And on whose part? This was probably the easiest year we've had going back to school. All of August, I think particularly because I was so driven to get to the end of August, I would amp school up every Mm -hmm. day and we would talk about it a lot and we would draw stories about it and like things we're excited about. And so I was really amping school, I think, because I just needed to know it was coming so um well did that amp being like did, were you doing preparing for the school year to help her I, think no, about? i wasn't i mean it, thinking back i could tell you right now i was doing it to help her but i was just doing it to <laughs> oh, help me okay yeah uh because i just i just didn't know how i was gonna like get up the next day <laughs> um i was so tired so but yeah she um it helped her you know because obviously it, but it she, when we got back to school she um walked in with no problem there were no tears there was no um there was like a typical level of anticipatory jitters Mm -hmm. that was like like just a normal thing um that i was not expecting from her normally it's a lot of um anxiety and such um and yeah i mean ever since then she even um oh oh one of the things we did do during the summer nate that i normally don't do is i had her review every week on like fun apps i had her review all the curriculum that she did the year before okay and i think um i think that helped her a lot because her confidence was growing over the summer that she was learning relearning the stuff that she had learned during the school year and so every time she would like pass another level or like figure something out i'd be like look at that like that's amazing you're not gonna have any problems with that this coming year and i think maybe that's contributed to this ease back into the school year because she wasn't worried at all about coming in without knowing things and mm-hmm. i just got an email from her teacher yesterday saying that she finished her spelling test early and she was the first kid that had it done in the classroom that so the teacher asked her to help another student with the spelling exam and then she got 100 percent on her spelling exam oh. and it's the first time in her entire schooling year that we've ever gotten an email with her having like academic success of some kind and then being able to utilize the strength of hers, which is helping others Great in the classroom. Yeah. That's so I think, start. I think kind of just allowing her to have the whole summer to refresh on the academic part of school was helpful. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Hi. That was a lot yeah. of talking. Well, that's fine. Yeah. I'm going to take really deep breaths to refill <laughs> my lungs. Yeah. I mean, with multiple families that I'm working with right now, this is usually a pretty stressful time of year. Yeah. And um, 
And I think that the beginning of the year is crucial because if things don't start off well, which so Mm -hmm. often is the case, and there's a lot of reasons for that, then, you know, it can make things really difficult to turn around. You know, and a lot of the kids that we work with, they're, you know, when, when something is negative, for them to change their mind about that cognitively is hard. It's yes. not that they don't want to change their mind, but it's like... Sticky brain. Yeah. Yes. And sometimes the issue is there isn't enough planning going into it, right? So yeah. maybe, you know, you wanted an IEP meeting, but none could be scheduled till after school started. Yes. Well, that doesn't do good for the first few days. Yes. You know, and so a lot of families are dealing with that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how the systems are right now. And there's not much we can do other than at the end of every year, try to get your IEP meeting pre-scheduled. Yeah, that is so hard. I I think every year I have massive anxieties about getting in for that first initial meeting. Like, what are we going to do, guys? I'm a a gentle stalker is how I categorize myself because I I really feel that that's so important. Yeah, to to get in there. Yeah, to kind of be that first line of the lens change that yes. that teacher or that person will need right. before they just see a behavior and maybe start with traditional assumptions. Totally. Well, and that's why I started that binder thing right. with, with our daughter. So that, because I was so anxious because it would sometimes take three weeks before I got in for an IEP mm-hmm. meeting where I was like, hell no, yeah. <laughs> they will know who my kid is and they will know what works, what doesn't work. So if you are struggling, you guys with getting an IEP meeting going, just type out the, a, what works, what doesn't work, a bio, just let your teacher get to know your child. And yeah. And there's, there's several examples kind of floating out there right now. Yeah. So look at that. Yeah. Floating out there. That's cool. I have a question. Okay. Ready? So our daughter for the first time, she is our oldest with FASD. She um, has enough brain energy after school where she wants to take ballet or she's, she's been wanting to take it for years, but she, (laughs) but she um, finally has the energy to do it and the, and the brain capacity to do it at night but so now she's with other third and fourth graders in this dance class and she already has that cross brain coordination is a little bit wonky and she had her first class yesterday um and she came out of out of it with like a really positive experience and was really stoked about it and you know um but my question is is that what do we do how can we help support our kids that are learning a new skill in the community or with friends or that they're not, how do we help them learn a new skill in a way that keeps them functioning in a class environment Mm. um, at somewhat age level? Because that's how our society. Yeah. So I would want to know what specifically they struggle with. Mm -hmm. So is it the holding her attention to listen? Is it the following directions? What would be the barrier to her? It's like if the teacher is explaining, it's as if her brain and her body aren't connected. Mm-hmm. So she, so she's trying really hard to get her feet to be pointed out. Um, but I feel like there's so much information going into her yeah. that it's hard for all the messages to go down to the muscles to actually. Yeah. And that's, and that's FASD, you know, if it's verbal instruction mostly, then that's demanding a lot for her to not only process, but then make sense of in her executive functioning. So it needs to be physically demonstrated because this is dance. So that's not necessarily a big deal. Right. Right. And like sometimes teachers will walk up and just move you. Yeah. So that might, if she's okay with that, you know, just telling the teacher, just put her arm where you need it to go. Cause that might be a lot easier than you just sitting there trying to explain to her what to do. Okay. Um, you know, and 
I can't do this because we're on a podcast, but like when you're adjusting something a little bit, so I'm holding my arm out right now, yeah. instead of saying, bend your arm, have her like move it to the exact okay. position okay. and practice it that way. Should she also use the verbal cue along with the movement so that it connects? Um, yeah, like if she, potentially, if okay. it's going to be like a common thing that would be said, yeah. that would be fine. Or okay. if it's like a term that she'll want to remember. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. As far as like general classroom, you know what, maybe outside of dance or whatever, th there's no way we can make the FASD brain do better with the verbal and the abstract thought. That's just going to be wherever that person is at. Um, and so other than, so when I say we, there's nothing we're going to be able to do, that's verbally, right? You know, using more words, trying to even be simpler, that's still using words. So you're going to have to do something nonverbal. And a lot of times people are looking for what's the what's the phrasing that I use or what's the, you know, what can I do to still be doing verbal is what people oftentimes want to know. And that's what you have to start looking beyond. Doing different. Yeah. Regardless of what you're teaching or trying to teach. Do you think it would be helpful to um, to organize like a private private lesson every week where the teacher could really focus on those? I think that would be movements? extremely helpful. OK. Yeah. OK. Yeah. All right. Then she could really hone in on that physical. You know, and maybe support. maybe during the private lesson, you can get their permission to record. So then, if there's certain moves she's struggling with, they yeah. can record together. So she's teaching herself, and then she can practice at home throughout good, the yeah. week. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, those are great suggestions, yeah. Nate. <laughs> I'm gonna utilize this. Awesome. They're so cute, you guys. And when she was like surrounded by her little people. The whole time she wasn't like looking in the mirror, she was watching them and she was mm -hmm. like getting pretty close to doing it. But then as soon as she had to do one on one, like a movement across the floor and stuff, it was like she had no clue what to do. But as long as there was someone next to her doing what mm -hmm. she was supposed to do, she was like like one or two steps behind, but she was doing it. I was like, oh, my yeah. God. And she's and she's still in the learning. Like, that's yeah. totally fine. It's yeah. she, it's she's still learning it. But eventually she's not going to be because then some, you know, either she'll naturally stop looking or then eventually we'll say, OK, now try it without looking. And. Just like, helping oh, her shit. brain go to the next level and That's improving. so amazing. I yeah. can't even believe that she's doing this, you guys. It's crazy. Yeah, and whenever you're, you know, asking these questions, you know, how can I make something easier? What yeah. you want to do is, or what I do, is ask yourself what cognitive skills does that situation demand, right? Because by kind of going through that process... That's what helps us come up with the suggestions. So well, we know there's a lot of verbal going on, so we need to focus on an, f supporting that. Okay. Um, she might do, be a be better visual learner, so we're going to focus specifically on supporting that. Mm -hmm. And that's what cognitive supports are. I like it. Yeah. Listen, Nate, this is great that we got back together. Yeah. And that we're finishing up strong. Yeah. So the <laughs> next time everybody hears us, it will be in our longer episode format which means i'm gonna have to focus but that's gonna be a long time for me to sit there and yeah. focus yeah but it'll crap be good crap yeah it'll be really good we'll have really good stuff to talk about yeah we're just really grateful you guys are here and we're stoked that we're gonna be growing this community more yeah so if people want to get in contact with us, they can go to www.organbehavior.com. Mm -hmm. They could see our Facebook page at facebook.com slash be the brain. That's the organ behavior consultation Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. And they get can, it. uh, yeah. thanks everybody for listening. Support us on Patreon and yeah, we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you. <laughs> Dab, dab.
Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-